Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into uh, Fearless Fear Review. We get into the vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've been listening to, and that we rounded out with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and five stars only. Please go do that. Tell all your friends, share, hit that subscribe button. I don't know, whatever whatever you need to do to, to follow us and support us. Please go do that. Uh, so now that the boring intro is out of the way... Uh, let's uh, let's get into the fearless beer review. So, what do you got today, Jeff? I have Russian River beers or beer. Russian Rivers beers. They're uh, Russian Rivers beers. STS Pils. They're German Good. Pilsner. This is um, I don't know what is this. What is this? Five and a half percent. It's Russian River, as we know. It's going to be good. I haven't checked it mm-hmm. in on Untapped, so therefore I have not had but it. But you've had it. Yes, you've had it. If it's not on Untapped, I have not had it. <laughs> I know for a fact you've had it. Just saying. You have. Well, you have. Well. well. All right. STS Pilsner. Um, so I have uh, I have had this beer. Not this year, though. Um, this is a Celebration Fresh Hop IPA from Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada here in uh, up in Chico, I believe it is. Chico, California. Chico. And um, yeah, this is their, their seasonal beer. And I guess they brew with fresh hops, different hops every year or something like that. I don't know. Uh, it's 6, 6.8% ABV. Uh, they've been brewing this since 1981. It's crazy that this brewery has been around since the 70s. And I just, it does it seems like such a new brewery, but no, they've been around forever. For a long time, I should say. Um, so yeah, I'm down to try this. I'm excited. I always get this every year. Got a got a 24 pack at Costco uh, a couple days ago. So, uh, yeah, I have quite a, quite a bit to, to drink still. So, uh, poured mine out. Nice, nice brown syrupy looking color. It looks, it looks tasty. I'm kind of excited for this one. So how did you, you just pour it out just like a golden, golden yellow, right? Yeah. It just, I mean, it looks like a pills. Looks like a pills. Looks like a pills. pills, for the pills. I kills for the pills. All right, here we go. Let's start drinking. Okay, here we go. Mm. There we go. There we go. So, uh, we have our we have a, our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer. You're gonna continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So, what do you think of your STS Pilsner uh, from Russian River? And what do you rate it out of three? Go. You know, like I don't drink Pilsners that often. Um, when you get a good Pils, it's 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 unmatched. It really it really is. It's such a it's always refreshing. God, it's such a good fucking taste. It's such a good taste. I think I don't know the the a lot of the nuance between like the Czech pilsners versus the German pilsners. I think the German ones are drier, right? This one I think is a little bit drier than like a, maybe like a pilsner Uqual. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what the difference is. But damn, this is so fucking good. <laughs> God damn, this is good. 
Those pills are, or quells are really good too. Got a little foam on my finger to suck it off because it's so good. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was going to say something, but um, so <laughs> my uh, my celebration IPA, this is good, man. This is the the perfect amount of malt. It doesn't linger. It doesn't taste super syrupy. It's really, really well balanced. It has a little bit of a bite. This is good. It's it. I dare I say it's better than their normal pale ale and their torpedo. I know you don't like their torpedo extra no, IPA too much, but yeah, this I don't. When was the last time you had one of these? These celebration ones. Long time. Yeah, Long I, I mean it's been time. it's actually been a few years for me, and yeah, I'm, I was actually kind of worried when I bought it. I thought it was gonna be like a like a sy- more syrupy tasting, but this is really this is really good. So. So what would you rate your uh, your STS? It's good. I don't know if it's like a perfect beer good, but I don't even know. Okay. I mean, this is fucking fantastic. This is 2.8. I didn't do 2. a slow 8, pour, huh? so maybe if I did a slow pour, it would help, and I would, I would oh bring God, it up to no. a three. Um, I did kind of a fast <sighs> pour, such unfortunately. such a gimmick, man. Such a fucking gimmick. It's, it's been around for and like people decades. Like Mike it's not. A, it's not a fucking. It's not it's like such a new. gimmick. It's been around since like the seventies or eighties. Yeah, it's a gimmick. The slow pour. Come on, get out of here. Nah. It's just for fucking beer snobs like Mike. That's what it is. Come on. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I've guess. had, I've had, I've had several slow pours, and really, come on, you cannot taste the fucking difference. I've had a slow pour, and then right after, I've had a regular pour of a, the same Pilsner. Tasted the exact same. Well, that's not, that's not exactly a proper taste test. You're just you're you're being drunk and annoying there. You, a proper taste test would have taken a lot of things into consideration. One, not letting you know which one is which. So, oh my god! I reject that. <laughs> Don't just be saying. one of those people. Don't I'm be a mic. Don't be I'm a mic. Just saying. All right. So, uh, okay, okay. Um, my uh, my celebration IPA. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this I'm gonna give this a two point seven five. This is really good. Maybe a two I'm fucking I'm gonna give it a two point eight. Why not? Just like you. There you go. I'm copying you. That's cute. Yeah, this is good, man. Um very, very, very good. So Raul did leave a um a review on Beer Advocate. Uh he left this review way back in twenty thirteen. December twenty thirteen. And actually this was this was a first put onto Beer Advocate in two thousand one. That's I can't believe how long Beer Advocate's been around. Shitty ass website. But uh, Raul's <coughs> review, he gave this a 4.25 out of 5. And the review says, and the American judge gives it 4.25s across the board. <laughs> like Michael Phelps jumping into a Beijing pool splash. Just clean and smooth. Delicate malt. A wedding bouquet, bouquet of floral aromas and flavors. Piney like the state of Colorado. When Raul drinks this, he feels a mile high. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> Just yep. Classic <laughs> review from uh, from Raul, throwing in some uh, you know topical topical re- or topical things of the day. Michael Phelps, Beijing pool. You know, very very topical of 2013. No, yeah, that was so, great. He's 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 good. He's better than bad. He's the so best. He's good. <laughs> Did he, did he leave a review for yours? Of course. He leaves reviews for all the... Uh, I think he I think he leaves reviews for every single Russian river that I've brought to the pod so far. Even the ones that I've never <laughs> had before, never seen, he still left a review for them. <laughs> but he says, uh, let's see here. This is November 2018. I find this beer to be refreshing, even humbling. 
in the in this vast warped world of IPAs, West Coast, East Coast, brew, juicy, hazy, it's really nice to sit down with the pills and know what you are not going to get. No, know that you are not going to get knocked across the head like Robert Ryan in the setup. Not only that, STS does not does not ask for the moon, even when it has the stars. It just chills and oh says, God. Hey, I'm here and thanks for inviting me to the party. And just like that, <laughs> I have a feeling of completeness. Wow. <laughs> I like it. As far as I know, I like STS it. is just like the fucking uh, uh, airport code for whatever is up there in Sonoma County. So it's just... Huh. Like that's not like a, I don't know, a unique name, I guess. Kind of boring. No, not at all. Yeah, that's that's really underwhelming. Because like Pliny the Elder, that's a cool name, you know. Blind Pig, that's cool too. As far as like airport STS. codes go, unless your name is Rush, like you shouldn't be naming anything after airport codes. <laughs> They they, they cornered that market. Yeah, they can, yeah they really really did. But yeah, they did. All right, so yeah, right. Uh, so do we have anything else on on the fearless beer review? No, good? that's it. That's it. That's all. All right, let's get into some vinyl stuff. Stuff we've been listening to. Stuff we picked up. Um, and your record store, Desert Grooves Records, out in uh, Chandler, Arizona. So, Desert what do you got today, Jeff? Records stores. Yeah. So. Stores. We just been getting crazy, crazy stuffs in. We've been we've been hustling though. Like weird, mm-hmm. people are getting kind of upset with us. Some of the the local clientele, not the clientele. That's that's opposite. But like the local other owners and scalpers and flippers, those guys have been kind of getting upset. And upset is just like a way of me saying jealous and then <laughs> kind of like they're all just like they're all old guys. They're all old guys. Well, yeah, and they and they don't hustle. They're stuck in their archaic ways, and like everything they do is just like old. And it's like, come on, dude. And so we have we have a lot of records, and we're and we buy them for pretty cheap, and then we sell them for pretty fucking cheap. Like we have no problem selling a hundred dollar record for like seventy dollars. Just somebody who's mm-hmm. like a fan of the record. Like I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Dude. Get it out of here. Take it. We have other stuff I want to put on the wall. So we got a bunch of cool uh, <laughs> bitches bruising. We got this like seventy two pressing. It's a Japanese quadraphonic. That's got this really Ooh, rad like rad. foil cover on it, so it's like this like a like what they like those some forty one albums like the Chuck and then the just like yeah, yeah, infected yeah. that kind of foil has that cover on it, which I wanted to take, but I ended up taking just the the seventies pressing of Bitches Brew, which is a Japanese one, it comes with the Obi strip, just really really pretty, it looks nice, and I just I love the Obi strip because. Yeah, you're the a art, sucker for those. Dude, the strips. artwork itself is just, it's art, right? Like the, the these these arts, these covers, they're done by artists, they're done by some, there's thought going into them. So it's it's art in itself. And that's the whole thing with the Andy Warhol banana. Like, is it art? Is it music? Is it, What is it? But the Bitches Brew stuff with the Obi strip, the Obi strip is another piece of art on top of the art. So it's like two different things that is kind of going on there. And it's just really nice to look at. And because it's it rare is. over here, it's just, it's 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 fun. But they're not even rare. It's just like the shipping is fucking extraordinary. So like you just don't ever see them yeah. over here. No, but, you're right. Uh, you're totally. But right. yeah, that's what I got. And bitches brew. I mean, come on. This is like like jazz fusion, jazz rock standard. This is the quintessential jazz rock, jazz fusion jazz record, record to have. Yeah, I would say this. That is the the one. If any, if you're gonna have a jazz record, you should have bitches brew over any Coltrane or other Miles Davis. You should have bitches brew. It's not my favorite Miles Davis. But it is uh, pretty, pretty perfect. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. Pretty, 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 pretty damn good. So yeah, so, the, okay. These are all. These got? are all. Actually, all five of mine this week are just upgrades. 
<laughs> Next one is uh, Almond Brothers. The Almond Brothers, like the, the mm-hmm. food. Almond Brothers. This yes. is their second record. Um, Idlewild South. This is a white label promo that I got. So nice. it's, uh, you're, see, you're you're a sucker for those promos too. Dude, it's just like OB strips and promos, man. That's your thing. Above all else, I want quality. So, like, give me a pressing that is just well, of pristine, perfect. That's what I want first. Secondly, I want, like, first pressings, things that are, like, original, things that are at least, like, the first year it was made. Maybe not, like, an original, like, because they came out in 1970, so the first pressing 1970, that's ideal, but maybe, like, a later 1970 pressing, that's fine. And then third is just, like, unique. Give me the most unique of all of those, but, like, quality is number one. And this is mm-hmm. fucking pristine. This is like mint. This is this is this is the best copy you could possibly want of this record. It's the most unique. <laughs> it's an original, and it's a white label promo. It is so fucking rare. It's so unique. And like the white label promos are cool, just because you think of like how many hands this has touched. Maybe this was given yeah. directly from the band to a radio station. Like this is I don't know. Those are cool things to think about. Like that's yeah, or that's, other record stores too. Yeah, that's part it's of not why just we radio do stations, this. It's it's the record because stores. of the the. I don't know the interaction that, that these records have had over the years. So I you remember know, I the, love... the promo when you worked at Virgin. Did you oh, you used to get promos all the time? CDs, yeah, CD promos. I used to take them all home. Yeah, we used to get them too. I would too. I would take them home, and they were always like unfinished. It was always like unfinished pieces of artwork too. Like it wouldn't be like the full like pull out. It would be just like a yep. like a printed out copy of like the album cover in the jewel case. Yep, it was always like super fucking shoddy. And then cool. I remember. I remember your boy Kevin was the one who cracked down on them because, like, I was just taking them left and right because I just wanted to listen to them. But yeah, like, I guess you could take them and then sell them like on eBay and stuff because like they're they're promos and like that was just I wasn't doing that, which that would have been a lot easier from what I actually did. But then Kevin was the one who, who cracked <laughs> down and was like, "All right, dude, you only get like two of them a week." But then he always let me take more. Like I just take whatever I wanted because I think he like, he just knew I wasn't selling them. Little did he know. Yeah, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> what you were actually doing. Little did he know. <laughs> the the old Jeff Hutton discount. Dude, that was a nasty discount. That you, was. Uh, that was uh, the only the only discount that was better than that was the Mike Grant discount at Apple. I that mean, was like, the only discount that was better. The difference was the difference being is I was allowed <laughs> to give discounts, right? I was allowed to do these things. <sighs> yes, you were, but. At that percentage, eh. <laughs> it's. I, I was allowed to give discounts at my discretion. He was not allowed to dis- give discounts, and he wasn't even really giving you discounts. He was just stealing something and then paying or <laughs> charging you cash. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. I was still making the company money. I was just losing the company as much money as I was making them. But anyway, white little promo. Um, That's why they went out of self. business. No, just kidding. I had a lot of sell. I don't. I can't remember the song that I chose. What did I choose? I, think I, I don't even remember right now. Yeah, I don't remember. This is a fucking killer record. I mean, you cannot go wrong with Almond Brothers. In the it was grid, Don't Keep Me, the, don't keep Dwayne, me Wondering. In the Dwayne years, plus Brothers and Sisters. Um, it's it's good. It's good. It's good. It was good, yeah. I like Almond I, I listened to a couple of the records last week. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's good job. Uh, no Doubt, Bathwater. <laughs> good job. Or not, that's the song that I chose. Return of Saturn is, is the album. Yeah. I, got a, I got an original one of this. It was in like this... This collection that we got, it was just all fucking like beat up, like like CCR, Bill Cosby, just like the typical shit that I see so fucking much of. And then a sealed, like no doubt. I was like, what the fuck? Why is this in here? And like, oh, I don't know. Maybe that was our yeah. daughters or something. 
I was like, okay. So I paid a little bit too much for this collection than I wanted just because I wanted this record so bad. And again, it's not worth like a lot of money. It's just finding things in the wild is always so much more exciting. Yeah. So I got an original one of this. It's cool. It's not worth like any so, more than like 50, 60 bucks. What did you do with the Bill Cosby's? We th- honestly, we throw those in the trash. <laughs> oh man it's so funny going into a store and they they'll have like a bunch of bill cosby and i'm like why don't you just throw this away you know this shit's not gonna sell why did why does i don't understand why any record store keeps it it's um it, it's it's tragic too it really is because his stand-up is pretty fucking funny like he was a ever funny heard dude he's a funny dude man and it's very like a lot of the stuff he did was was relatable to to everybody to like kids adults you know mm. male female whatever like it was just it was universally funny it was just good stand-up but it's just like that's like a death sentence dude like nobody's gonna buy it because yeah. like who the fuck is gonna pull out a bunch of bill cosby records and walk up to the counter and buy that shit right not gonna happen exactly and like just you putting them in your store it just makes you look like like really bro do you know what happened so we just we honestly <laughs> just know. throw those in the trash and i hate doing it because it is a piece of history and like it is something that is kind of like objectively good and funny, but it's just, it's not worth the headache. But then also like on the other side of that, would you like if a, if a copy of, or even it would probably be a bootleg, but like a copy of a Charles Manson record came in, would you keep that or would you throw it away? And I would keep that because like Charles Manson has, has ties to like the Beach Boys. Like Dennis Wilson was like good buds with him. And yeah. Brian Wilson would almost think Charles Manson was almost on Beach Boys record. But Brian was like, nah, dude, that guy's a little bit too weird for me. I, I don't want him doing this stuff. And like, yeah, what's the fucking difference, right? Somebody in like R. Kelly and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Like, why was the line drawn so definitively with like Bill Cosby? But there's so many other artists who like get a free pass. Yeah. Like, why is Michael Jackson yeah. so many fucking free passes? And I don't know. I know, right? I don't know. I don't know, Jerry. I don't, Jerry. But yeah, we just throw that shit right. away. We literally throw that in the trash. We we cart it over to the trash can and throw it in the dumpster. <laughs> As a prank, you should take everything off the wall and just put a bunch of Bill Cosby's up. See, Damn, what, see what, any, what people say. Just see what people say. Like on like uh like April Fool's Day or something. Just put Bill Cosby's up on the wall. That'd be a that'd be a funny joke, but really really fucked up. It would, uh, that's, that's very, very, that's a very dark thing to do that I would think is hilarious, <laughs> but it's just, you know, you know how it is and, and yeah, and yeah, I know. and on earth these days, I know, I know. we thought about doing right. so many of those fucking George mm-hmm. Benson records. We thought about just doing that with George Benson because we have like fucking 14 <laughs> copies and we just cannot get rid of them. That'd be pretty fucking funny. Um, all right, so Rush, um, Caress of Steel. I feel like we just did Rush, and I was just talking about this. I got a better copy. This is a, this is not an original, but it's an early German press. It's fucking mint. Never been played. It's beautiful. It plays fantastic. So I just upgraded my copy. So now my copy is going to the store <clears throat> for sale. Is it uh, going into my pile? or I can put it into your pile. I mean, I kind of... I was hoping you would. Okay, but, I could uh, do that. I could do that. Yeah, I could yeah. set it aside. I could set it aside. Because I do really want that record. I mean, that was my... Was that my favorite record? My second favorite record? I think it was your favorite. I think it was both of our favorites. Yeah, we, yeah and then Fly By Night was my second. Yeah, which was wrong, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. Fly By Night. What? 
Okay. Well, the last thing <laughs> I have here, um, we all know how great Rush is. At least that first three records, the first right? like six records, yeah. Five well, records, I'd say. Mm, the, fir- the first one and three are great. Two is a little... Eh. Wasn't that Fly By Night was their second? Yeah, Fly By Night was the second. Yeah, that one's a... Eh. You're dumb. Eh. Um, anyway, all right. The Police, the Outlandos, Dior. We did this on the pod, remember? Oh, yeah, we do did you, do this one, huh? Yes, we did. Why do I think we, we did, um, what is that record? The one with the, the clock? Oh, the digital, no. The Ghost in the Machine? Clock? I thought we did that one. Nah, fuck no. Nah, I don't even remember now. The police, <laughs> dude, the, the first two police records are, are fucking fantastic. Damn near perfect, if not perfect. Everything else just it dips so fast. And by the time you get the synchronicity, which has like their biggest song, like I don't fucking get that shit. I don't get it. I don't like it. Yeah. And it's just it's just boring. But goddamn, dude, like their first two records, and then this one, Outlander's Doing More, is the one that I got. White label promo for, by the way. Of course, eh? of course. Eh? Eh? So yeah, dude, this record is so goddamn good. It is fucking perfect from like beginning to end. And the song that I chose is the last song, and it's just this cool little fucking it's jam, song. dude. It's just like a, it's got this cool swing to it. But every song Sting on rips here it is up just too. so cute. Remember so Be My cute. Girl where, where, where it's Andy Summers doing like, the spoken word thing and talking about the blow-up doll and then would you be my, oh, my, yeah, be my yeah. girl? And it's got Roxanne on it. It's got So, so Lonely, So Lonely. Yeah, that's so God, good. do you have this record? I don't have any police records. I had. I do not have this one. Because I just, I never, I, I just, you always see him. You always see him in the wild. I've never, never really cared to pick it up. I used to, I, I used to have Ghost in the Machine and synchronicity the and worst I ones I, I know I, that's why i purged them but you know i, I purged them because i got them free in a collection so i just i had them and then now you have now I, I gave them to your store along with a bunch of other police records that i got in my my boss's collection that he sold me so dude synchronicity sells yeah, so never, well too it fucking irritates me oh you know what i sold a bunch on ebay too i think i sold oh like that's four, right you did I sold like four police records for like $120 or something Yeah, like stupid money. Fucking highway ro- robbery right that's there. E- that's eBay for you, though. <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy, eBay. man. That's Shit's what it nuts. does. Yep. So, yeah, I got a lot of good pickups for myself this week. <clears throat> I'm just, I'm very, I'm very hashtag blessed. A lot of cool stuff coming to the store, so just upgrading. Uh, maybe when you come out here, you'll be I'm excited be able to, to go through your store, too. man. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm going to be out there in three weeks. And uh, yeah, I'm, def- I'm I'm excited to go through everything, because I know like you keep an eye out for things for me, but there's bound to be shit that you missed, and so I'm excited to go through it all. And I'll put have some beers. I'll put to, my copy of this record in your pile, and then you can listen to it on the way over here. Or something decide if you want it or not. It is a really really good record. Which it's, one, the police one? Yeah, Outland their first record, oh. Outlandos. It's yeah. it's it's not like it's not uncommon, but it's also not very common. We might as well do the police again. I Dude, mean, we, we did them on a forgotten for a episode. Did we? Yeah, we did it. We did. What album? We did that. We did this album, I think. Yeah, we, we did we do for, the police. Did, a fact, we did this one. The first two we, records are fucking fantastic. Yeah. But it's a, it's a lost episode. It's not oh, dude, around okay. anymore. But. We should do the police as soon as fucking possible then. I mean, we're almost done with good season. We could extend good season another week. I think God we're in good season. Well, last weekend was milk toast season, but that's last fine. week was good, man. It was good. Good. Dude, week the police are, is the police really a lost episode? Are you sure? 
Yeah, I'm pretty positive. Because I looked it up here. So we did the police police right after we did suicide notes and butt kisses. <laughs> and then we did what? it before. Oh, there's no date, huh? Kanye's 808. Well, so I haven't I haven't re-uploaded every episode. Um, oh, but do I don't think then. I re- I don't I don't think I re-uploaded this one yet. Well, I'd have to again. double check. If if, if, if you haven't if you haven't re-uploaded it, then therefore it's a lost episode until either you re-upload it or we just do it again. So it's a lost episode. So let's just redo it. Yeah, let's okay. just redo it. Just so I guess it. we'll do it. You want to do it in two weeks? Yeah, hell yeah. Because we because and extend good season out. Well, so will you be out here after we do the episode? No. So I there's going to be two episodes before I'm out there, or three episodes before I go out there. Okay, so, so we have the next two lined up, right? Well, we, yeah, we have next week to, and then we have the soundtrack we were planning on doing after. And then you'll be out before the next episode we do. Yeah. Yeah. But you can listen to this record by the time you get out here and determine if you want to keep it or not. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, okay. yeah, because if we do it on the pod, obviously I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do that. Good, good, good. Let's, good, do, good, that. good, good. Let's do the police in two weeks. So good, dude. Anyway. So good. It, they are. They're great. They're, they're amazing. Uh, boy. That's all I got. Okay. That's so it. that's all you got for the vinyls? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So this first one comes from, from a band called Entry. Uh, they're... Uh, hardcore band uh from los angeles and uh this ep it's called exit interview six songs clocks in at like six minutes and 30 seconds or some shit like that uh you picked this one up uh when we saw the bouncing souls a few weeks ago when you were out here in california you picked up a seven inch for each of us um because you're a nice guy like that and um yeah so this is the this is the band and have you obviously you haven't listened to it yet have you i have not but Outside damn of this, this is fucking good <laughs> this is this is the whole EP. <laughs> this is what the whole EP sounds like. So, so yeah, I, I forgot even what song I put on there, but but yeah, all their songs are like. I think the longest song on the EP is a minute and twenty two seconds. Everything else, pretty much everything else, clocks in under under a minute. So, I forgot I even I had this EP. It's in my backpack still, and I, it's still in there. I forgot I even had it, but this song was fucking dope. This was a good song. It's fucking cool, right? Yeah. yeah. So the the singer who we actually was the girl who sold us the record and we were talking to and she was nice enough to hold on to our records while we went and watched the show. She was super rad. Her name's Sarah. I don't remember her last name now, but she was super rad. And then the guitar player, I didn't even know this until this week, but he's the guitarist uh, from the band Touche Amore. Oh. Name's Clayton Stevens. So, I mean, t- they're a great band. You know, they've worked with Ross Robinson. They're a killer fucking band. So, um, so yeah, this is one of his like side bands. And uh, they have one full-length record that came out in 2022 and then this EP that came out in May. So, yeah, it's called Exit Interview. If you've got six and a half minutes, go throw it on. It's good. Good, like, fucking really heavy, hardcore music. So, um, so yeah, that, I got that one. Uh, this one you picked up for me, uh, came into your store. It was Martin Denny. I don't collect, I don't really collect his singles. This is the first single I've ever gotten from him because why would I do that? I'm... I have almost all of his LPs, so why would I do? Why would I need this? But anyway, I like it. It's a uh, it's it's a single on side A. It's, it's Quiet Village, right? C. Well, Quiet Village is on side B, and then Enchanted Sea is on side A. That's like one of the um, most popular songs. Yeah, I know, I know. But it's just go. cool to have. Um, yeah, so a little seven inch, and it, dude, it's fucking clean. It's almost I like know. it's never been played, man. I know. <laughs> it's fucking clean. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, this came out in 1961, I believe. So 60, over 60 years ago and it's almost, it's like near mint. It's just like, so 
it's it's fucking worth like three dollars at most and then you know what i mean like who's gonna fucking buy it so i don't want it get out of there i think there's like five of them available for sale on uh, discogs or something like that so yeah got that one it was fun i i love me some martin denny um and i what i do like is you'll you'll text me like every couple days oh i got this martin denny in do you have it every single time and i have it you get so irritated too because it's like there's, so there's ones that I've never even seen before, right? Like like <laughs> record covers, like oh, do no way he has this one. Like I think I typed I said you hypnotic the other week or something. I'm looking at the record yeah. covers now. I was like I've never seen this. I I've seen like I'll just I've like my eyeballs and my hands have just felt and seen a lot of records over the course of the past two years, just because I've been I've been doing it so aggressively for so long. I've seen a lot of these records. I've never seen that one. And of course, like, oh fuck yeah, here we go. Just because I want, you know what I mean. I want like, yeah, yeah. You want to, yeah. I want to, I want to, I, I want to feel triumphant. I want to feel like part of the uh, the excitement that you feel, but it has not happened yet. So, <laughs> you know what's crazy too? Almost, I would say like eighty percent of the Martin Denny's I have, I all got, I got them all from Desi, at Uncle Aldo's attic. Almost every single one of them from 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 his store. It's ridiculous, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but I love it. Um, so yeah, the next thing here, I put this on here because it's, uh, it's this album celebrated its 16th anniversary on November 1st and it's angels and airwaves, their second record. I empire, uh, yeah, 2007, November 1st, 2007, this came out and, uh, threw this on, on my, uh, my, my turntable and dude, it's fucking, it's a killer record, man. Double LP has, um, the variant's really cool. It's like this like bright orange kind of translucent. And there's like this like darker orange blob in the center. It's a really rad variant. Um, and then the there are two bonus two bonus songs, two acoustic songs. Uh, there's an acoustic The Adventure and Acoustic The War, I think, at the end of side D to kind of finish out that that final side. But uh, yeah, I made you listen to Love Like Love Like Rockets which I think is the best song on the record and um and you loved it. So it wasn't uh it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was actually a lot better. I liked it. I'm looking at the blob now, the the vinyl color. It's cool, right? It's um I mean like it's unique and I think it matches the aesthetic of the record like perfectly. And, like the longer yeah. you look at it the kind of more like ethereal and kind of cool it gets. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Cool stuff, man. It's cool. So yeah, got that one. Um, just wanted to talk about it because I can't believe it's fucking sixteen years. I don't know how I feel about all this out. like anniversary. It's a, it's the fourth anniversary. Like you should only be doing anniversaries. I know on the one year, the five, <laughs> ten, and then every five. I agree. And then tens. I agree with like, you. I don't want. That. I don't want you bringing this shit again to the pod on the seventeenth year anniversary next November. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, you know I'm gonna do it now. Now, now it's gonna. Now it's gonna be a fucking thing. You know, I know you're typing your little. In your fucking little computer, <laughs> and you make a little note that every year. Put on my calendar, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna put it on my calendar to to remind you that it, you know, what anniversary it is. It's the 17th year. Um, I just, I, I, but I really don't like fucking that many anniversaries for things. I know it's annoying. It is annoying. So uh, the last thing here it was something I thought of, thought I might actually purge um, until I listened to it again, and it's ACDC Akadaka, uh, their record, their third album, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Uh, you know, originally this came out in 1976 in Australia and Europe only, and then in 1981 here in the States after Bon Scott actually died. Uh, we did this record on the podcast a long, long, long time ago, and um, yeah, just I wasn't sure if I wanted to keep it. I, I, I like ACDC, but I never go back to it, 
And then, yeah, once I threw this on, I'm like, dude, there's no way I'm getting rid of this. This is, I, I, I want a cleaner copy. It's kind of, I don't want to run it through a cleaner or get a newer copy. Jacket's kind of jacked up a little bit, um, but, uh, and quite a bit of surface noise in certain spots, but no loops, no skips, nothing like that. But damn, dude, this is a good record. I think this is, I don't, I don't think I'm going to ever get another ACDC record and I'm fine with that. This record is so goddamn good. It's so it's I made good. you listen to big balls as well. It's good. It's not great. I don't think anything ACDC is like something I need, 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 but I got rid of everything that I have actually, to be honest. So it's fine. You had what, like five of their records, something like that. I eventually only kept dirty deeds and then I kept the, was it black album? Whatever that, the big one that they the, did. Oh, uh, back in back in black. Yeah. And then I think I kept let it be not that good. too. It's just like, like the the Brian good, Johnson era. It's uh, I don't. I mean, back back in uh, black is like objectively fucking catchy. Like every song on there is like, God damn, that's a pretty good song. But it's just, dude, it's annoying. I just get very annoyed by this band. And this is a band that I like jamming to, and I like playing their songs because everybody can kind of like, like this. This is a good practice band, like for for jamming and stuff. So when you're like at the at, at the neighbor's house, we're like, all right, this is let's start warming up. We'll th- we'll start playing back in black. We'll start playing fucking anything there's one we do that's really cool walk this way or walk walk hard or something like that that's a really fucking dope like kind of punk song mm. that they do but i wish i could pick and choose like 10 acdc songs for like a greatest hits final and that's what i would do and i would buy that because <laughs> you do have I like probably do that too they do have like 10 songs here and there that i think are fucking great and dirty deeds is one of them and big balls is one of them yeah. but all of dirty deeds is not is not enough for me it's still pretty damn good though we even have like it's like an original fucking uh, Australian pressing of it. Oh, uh, with that ugly cover. Yeah, with his arm and this forearm, and that's like a hundred and fifty dollar <laughs> yeah. record. Like it's just that thing Oof. is fucking rare. Like that's the one to have. And so I passed that one up. I didn't take that one home because I just don't. I don't care enough. Yeah, one hundred fifty bucks. No way. No way. Then you don't care but, enough. Well, no, I like the record, so I'm going to well, keep. I could have fucking just hoard all my records that I kind of oh like a little God. bit, but not really. <laughs> Then That's I'll right. get rid of uh, all the Almond Brothers too. Do it if you don't like them. Get rid of them. <laughs> Almost gotcha. Almost gotcha. Almond gotcha. Um, Stu, that was a, that was a dumb joke. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> anyway that's all i got for the vinyls uh let's get into some new music and other happenings in the music world green day put out another new song called look ma no brains it was fine hey. I, he's still doing hey. this kind of weird thing with his voice i don't get it i whatever i i think i'll like it just as much as i liked father of all motherfuckers oh, i still hate the title of that that record but i think the new album comes out in january i think it's january so it's weird. I mean, this is a long way out, and they've already released two singles. And they're already like so. selling tickets for a tour for next year, and I think tickets yeah, going to Smashing like Pumpkins six days. That's a was, weird tour. If we were guaranteed, Pumpkins and Rancid, it's Pumpkins, on. Rancid, and then I think the Interrupters too. Linda Linda's. Them. No, Linda Linda's. Maybe it's like the European ones. The Interrupters. I'd rather see the Interrupters than uh, Green Day. I just no, rather just not see either. Oh, but it's idiot. it's it's the thirtieth for. Dookie and the twentieth for American Idiot. If if they were guaranteed to play just Dookie and American Idiot in their entirety, I'd probably go to the show because I can watch Dookie and then while American Idiot's playing, I can go get beers and like or just leave. But that'd be just, dope. I would just leave. <laughs> I might go to that show if I was guaranteed like American Idiot and Dookie. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then that especially after seeing the video that I sent you yesterday. Yeah. They played at some small club for the thirtieth anniversary of Dookie. 
and they played it in its entirety. They even played it all by myself. Trey came up at the end with the guitar and sang and played it, and it was just so ridiculous. But dude, they sounded perfect. Like Trey is still so incredibly tight on the drums, and just the everybody sounded so good. Um, it, but it yeah, was no, just, it was, it was, it was I, fantastic. I watched that whole performance just because I was just like entranced by it, and, and everybody. Everybody was still just as like angsty as as, as they had been. Billy Joel had his. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure it's the same one. Like I think it is the same Strat. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I think then, it's the same one. And then Mike Dirt has that bass that Billy had given him years and years back. And it was just like mm-hmm. it was cool to see these guys be who they truly are. Like that. Like Dookie is who they truly, truly are. It's like them at their best songwriting, but also them having their most fun. Like they were never. Yeah, like Dookie's the perfect representation of what that band wanted to be as children and as adults. And it was cool to see them not just like relive their childhood, but also kind of just like, ah, oh, yeah, man, we still got it. We can still do it. And they do. And they did. Yeah. And good. then Jason freeze the keyboardist, touring keyboardist. He's just chilling in the back. Like, I don't even know why he was on stage. Why? He didn't do much he added, either. He, he didn't, he was just sitting there. Yeah. And that was so great because he's like, ah, oh, man, Billy's going to put the guitar down. Just saying like, no dude, he fucking plowed through every one of those songs. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was, Damn, it was, it was a, great, a good performance. performance. Honestly, like, I would probably go to that concert if I was guaranteed Duke in its entirety. I mean, yeah, and then you could see Smashing Pumpkins as well. I would just show up late, but yeah. <sighs> you're the fucking, you're so <laughs> annoying. I don't want to hear fucking you're, an hour of autumn, dude. I don't want to hear that shit. You're not. They they play they play mostly old songs. If if I was guaranteed like Gish, Siamese Dream, Adore, and then I was also guaranteed Dookie, dude, I'd pay I'd pay five hundred dollars for that show. I swear to you I would. <laughs> And then Rancid just plays the 2000 record, the self-titled, and then the new Rancid's record. Rancid's Rancid and the new record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'd pay a lot yeah. of money to go to that show, man. Fuck yeah. Oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> what year did Siamese Dream come down? Out? 93? Did they have a 94 record or was that Melancholy? No. Melancholy was 95. And then a door was ninety seven, and then Machina ninety nine. So Siamese Dream is the closest to Dookie, then. So like, why not do a, a Siamese Dream slash Dookie tour? Like, you know how many fucking tickets they could sell for that shit? I know. Well, they just did a Siamese Dream thing last year, or this year, earlier this year. Yeah, but I don't want to. Yeah, because yeah, this year was Smash the thirtieth anniversary. I want to see Green Day's headliners. I want to see Smashing Pumpkins as openers. See, I'm the opposite. I'd rather see Smashing Pumpkins. That's just stupid. That's just dumb to think that. Anything Smash Bones has done is better than Doogie. But also, well, okay. Well, if we're talking realistically, you know, what Smash and Pumpkins have done as a whole is a lot better than what Green Day has done as a whole. We're not talking as a whole. We're just talking one album. I'd rather see Dookie than anything yeah, Smash Pumpkins have done. No, you're right. You're right. I'd rather see Dookie than Siamese or Gish. For sure. Now, if it was Autumn in its entirety. When did Outcome the Wolves come out? That was like. 90s, right? Early 90s. 97, I think. Outcome the 97 Wolves. Uh, 95, dude. They could have Outcome the Wolves slash Siamese Dream slash Dookie Tour. That Come would on. be insane. Come on, that would be fucking nuts. That's a five hundred dollar ticket right there. But that tour, that tour makes no sense. Like, no. why is Smashing Pumpkins on the tour? Or like <laughs> they're they're going on tour with Weezer in Europe, or just the UK? I should say. Like, what? Why? How does this make any sense? I understand like all these bands were huge in the 90s, all three bands, but I mean, Pumpkins are just so different. It makes no sense at all. I, I, don't, so I'm, I, don't, I don't get it either. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, we 
We're good with this? Go with Green Day yeah. for now? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, it's just something I wanted to bring up, which I thought was interesting. Blink's new record, One More Time, debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 here in the States. Uh, the second week, it dropped from number one to, to 32. That's a huge drop. That's crazy, not, right? That's not as much as I thought it would. I thought it would disappear entirely just because the the, the mystique, right? The the smoke and mirrors yeah. of, of Blink's new record coming out propelled it to number one. And that was just like, what the hell? That's that's a exception to the rule. And I thought for sure it would either drop off or it would be like in the 50, 60, 100 range. I'm surprised it's even at 32. Really? I see. I thought it would drop to like 10 or 12 or something, but... Nobody's yeah. talking about it anymore. They, they, no, it's posting like it's like crazy up up and up until the day it came out, and then not yeah, no, the hype, no, nothing. Yeah, not no more, not no more, not no more. Yeah, that's crazy how how quickly it, it all dropped off the hype. So I do think like thirty two is, is impressive, terrible. but dude, get out of here! Hype is terrible. Fucking love the hype. Hype is hype is like one of the worst. You're such a whiner. Things. Such a fucking it's whiner. True, though. It's true. Hype is lame. Anyway. That's, why, that's why I get to the movie theaters early so I can watch all the previews because I fucking love hype. <laughs> love it. You're so dumb. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, so previews, uh, next thing here. we You and I hate the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rightfully so. It's it's a shitty organization. Uh, Rage Against the Machine were inducted this year. And guess who Guess who showed up? Only one guy. Guess who it was? Yeah. The biggest fucking Mr. wanker Tom of Tom Morello. Yeah, Mr. Tom Morello. Everybody, nobody else came, and uh, yeah, and Ice T inducted them, and Morello did like a ten-minute speech, and it's like talking about Shut you know the what fuck he normally. Up, dude. Yeah, I know. It's just like, dude, he is seriously just so. What what's the word? Not incorrigible. What is the what what is the the best word to describe Tom Morello? Like he's frustrating. He's, uh, I don't know. I I just. Every everything every time He's I hear him bitch. in an interview, I get more annoyed. Little bitch, dude! Like that would have been the coolest fucking rage move. Like the only rage move there is, right? You yeah, ask anybody that that's any kind of like rage fan whatsoever, they're like, "Hey, what what do you think rage is gonna do when they're nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame?" Everyone's gonna say, "Oh, they're not gonna show up." Why the fuck would they? Like that's that's what everybody is going to think. And then Tom Morello shows up and is like, "Wow, dude, you're a little bitch." Yeah, seriously. I read somewhere, but I didn't. I didn't look it up to to verify. But I think I read that that he's like part of the committee, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame committee, or something like Ooh. that. I, I I didn't I didn't look it up to verify, but that would be that would be even more embarrassing. Not to say like these God, guys man. are are fucking raging against the machine in any way, because they are the machine and they became the machine after their first fucking record. Yeah. But <laughs> still, come on, guys! Like any kind of like street cred you had. This guy is just fucking throwing out the window. You know, he's so obnoxious. Ugh. Ugh. All right. And then the last thing here, um, we talked about this, like, you know, in our group chat on Discord and everything, but Jay Weinberg, the drummer from Slipknot, uh, was fired from the band uh, a couple days ago. Slipknot posted a message about it on all, the, on all their socials and then deleted it like three hours later, which they did the same exact thing when they fired Craig from the band like four months ago um, and no explanation as to why. And we have, you know, we talked about like our speculations that he was, Jay was just a hired gun, which he probably was. And, uh, but yeah, he's gone from the band and the band should just fucking break up and they should have broken up after Joey, after they fired Joey. Why? What do you mean? Why? You love their fucking music. They're still selling tickets. People like them. They're still having fun. Why would you break up? Because it's Cheers. like, I, 
if they never made the last three records without Joey, I would have been fine with it. Like I just, they're good records. They are fun. They're good. Uh, maybe not the last one so much, but you know, the, the first two with Jay, they were fine, vinyls. but Jay's, I do have them on vinyl. I have them all on vinyl. See? <laughs> all the records on vinyl. <laughs> I mean, I still like them, but it's just like in hindsight, if I were to go back and could change it and they didn't make any more music after Joey, I, it's fine. I, I would, just it's fine it's not that big of a deal see this is like the argument with like the bling thing and it's just like who can, dude this is where they're at now like adapt or or, yeah. or get out you know what i mean like, adapt or get out i don't like their new yeah, stuff because it sounds like the old stuff joey's on the band like who fucking cares this is what the band likes by all accounts this is what they're proud of you should be proud of it too why should i be proud of it because they're proud of it. And if you like the artist and you like what they do oh and you like God, what they put out, you should so be putting, annoying. it's called empathy. It's called empathy. It's called putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and trying to figure out what's going on in their psyche, what's going on in their emotional this, state. This coming, this coming from a guy who will turn his back on a band uh, for like the stupidest little things. Like what? I don't know. You just, I still listen to every single fucking Weezer album that they ever will put out. Even though they've burned me so many goddamn times. And I will still say <laughs> they are my favorite band of all time because of one thing that they did. But I will still yeah. listen to everything yeah. and I will still even buy things here and there just to randomly support them. Like I bought Van Weezer. That's it's a good record. Did you purge it? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Weezer's like my be Weezer's like record. my corn. Like I don't know if I'll purge anything Weezer like. Although I don't I don't buy all their shitty records. Like you buy all shitty corn records. Except all the corn records are good. That, um, that makes sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they're all equally as good, but they're talk all about, really talk good. Talk about like Tom Morello being obnoxious and incorrigible. <laughs> 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 my my corn collection and my Martin Denny collection. That's yeah. those are the two things that you'll never ever let me down. Or, you know, what am I trying to say? Well, you'll always never, make fun of me about that. Yeah. The corn yeah. one for what sure. The Martin Denny one I respect more than the corn one. The corn one they have like we both agree that like, they have records that are just not good, but you still keep. Well, them. that's wrong. The Martin that, Denny one that's, that's fine because that's a little more obscure and, and, and niche, and you're kind of you're doing something for that genre by keeping the Martin Denny's. You're keeping Exotica <laughs> alive in this weird kind of way. Like nobody really knows what Exotica <laughs> is, but you're helping that. You're like you're doing your part in helping that. I respect. I am, that. and and. And I've but encouraged you to have dumb. an exotica section too. And we have an exotica it. section now. I know. I've I've been encouraging it for for months. We did, we had never had enough records to put in the exotica section, but now we do. But the corn. How many more Denny's do you have in there now? I think we have like four enchanted seas. Is, is that the one with the girl with the necklace? Four. On it? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of that. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot. We, and, and, we have like twenty Wait, records right now. In? Okay, that's oh, no, pretty never big. Mind. Exotica. Just, it's just it like literally the Exotica record. <laughs> oh, okay, the first one, mono or stereo. We have five copies. We have at least one of each. Nice. You should probably nice. bring some of your Martin Dannys because some of those ones we have are fucking clean. All of mine are clean. Like <laughs> like these are like never been played. I've never seen them this point this clean. I mean, that's how mine are too. I mean, nobody literally listened to these records. They're I probably don't know, just sitting I've, in I've somebody's seen, attic. I've forever. seen the way you play your records, so I don't know if I trust your your cleanliness scale. Oh my god! I've seen that set up in there. 
You're so you're so well, I'm just saying. snobby now. I'm just saying. You're such a fucking snob now. It's insane. <laughs> fucking insane well maybe if if fucking desi hadn't let me down when i was out there last time i would have a new system but i he had like five receivers that i was gonna or in speakers that i was willing to buy and none of them worked <laughs> nothing in the store worked we actually have a oh, hookup now so for funny. speakers oh that one guy that was in there yeah well it's, it's it's this vietnamese guy that we do business with and he's like a oh that guy it's hard to like like with the language barrier because he speaks very very little English and we don't speak any Vietnamese, and so we're kind of mm. just like reverting to like animalistic instincts to where we're just like motioning and hand gestures. But he's a really nice guy, and like we know his wife now, we know his fucking dad, and like we know his kids. Like it's it's crazy <laughs> like how fast we've grown to like love this dude, and he feeds us well, and we pay him really well. But he sends he buys a lot of speakers and he buys a lot of like audio equipment and he sends it mm-hmm. freight back to Vietnam and I guess it fetches like a like a high price over there, and so we hooking him up with like receivers and stuff and and speaker leads and he hooks us up hooks mm-hmm. up, hooks us up with records so it's like a mutually beneficial thing but he has a lot of speakers so that's our speaker hookup now. Okay, very good. So what is he doesn't have like a store or anything he just keeps them at his house or something. Dude, this guy's a hustler. And first, like we we found him annoying, just because like that that language, especially when he's trying to speak in English, it's very it's very halty, you know. When they're trying to like yeah. speak, it's very halty. No, it sounds about. yeah, it just sounds it sounds aggressive. Um, and so like mm-hmm. at first we we're like, man, this guy's a fucking hustler. He's just trying to get one over on us. And like the more we kind of spent time with him, interacting, like no, he's actually a nice guy. But like, damn, this guy hustles. And he's rolling up in like a brand new fucking SUV Mercedes. Like his wife has like all like Armani. <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, damn, dude. Like you making like good a G-Wagon? money? Yeah, like a dude. G-Wagon or yeah. no way. He's, he he lives Damn. in a nice part of Chandler too. Like not like the shitty like old part. Like the nice new part. They have a private lake there. They have all this other stuff. I was like, man, this motherfucker. This guy hustles, dude, for sure. So damn, okay. I like this guy. Right. And he stopped by our store. I like him too. And what? He stopped by our store just to say what's up. I love people that just stop by our store and say what's up. Like that's like to me that that's that, cool. That means a lot. That's like that's a, a good like community. Business yeah. handshake, you know. Yeah. Speaks no English, so he just stopped by and we just kind of like, oh, what's up, dude? Like you want a beer? And he's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> love this guy. Oh shit! All right. So anyway. do we have anything else on this episode? No, nah, that's it. All right. Thanks all. For, thank you all for listening. Stay tuned Thanks for the main all. episode. Good season continues. Uh, with Fleetwood Mac. Oof, it was something, that's for sure. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's all. Tradition. See you next